Hey, everybody, welcome to this week's edition of Pickin' and Puttin'. We're going to do a preview of the President's Club Cup 2022 at the Quail Hollow Club. That's what will be the 15th hole behind me, which normally plays at the 18th hole of the Green Mile. So I'll go into detail about the uh, club. You see that young man below me, that's Rory. But uh, that was the year he won. I'm going to go into that in, in detail. First, I want to do a quick shout out uh, to two men in particular. Davis Love III, who's the captain of the U.S. team. And of course, Trevor, Trevor Immelman, who's the captain of the international squad. First, though, let's go, into, let's go into a few things. I wanted to discuss a song, which is totally pertinent because this takes place in September. It's a beautiful time of year here in the Carolinas. And it's a song written in 1978, reached number one on Billboard, number three in uh, Europe, sold a gazillion records, you know, millions plus, and uh, called Earth by Earth, Wind, and Fire called September. And I know you've all heard it, and it was written by Maurice White, Al McKay, and Eileen Willis. It took them a month to write, and the best part about the, the lyrics, as you as we can have it in the background here a little bit. The best part about the lyrics was body ya And he kept saying that throughout. Maurice White was a singer. And he kept going, uh, Willis asked White, he says, WTF does body ya mean? And he said back, who TF cares? Came a hit, it's all that mattered. White's wife claimed it was the September 21st, 1978, was the due date of her son, uh, Cabran, K-H-B-R-A-N. So there you got it. In 2021, Rolling Stone labeled it number 65 of the 500 greatest songs in rock and roll. So there you go. I love the President's Cup, but I love September, and I love Earth, Wind, and Fire. Just get you dancing, man. It's kind of like... Uh, the Christmas songs where you put down the window and start screaming. Anyways, let's go into a little bit of the of the team for the for the event, and uh, I just want to I just want to go over the teams. First of all, we'll go through the players, and then I'm going to tell you about the course and how it's played. Uh, I'm a frequent visitor there, living in Charlotte, and uh, play there quite a bit, so I can give you some insight in, into how these folks play the course and how it will play. The members of the U.S. team are uh, Cantlay, Sam Burns, J.T. Thomas, Scheffler, Shoffley, Tony Finau, Cam Young, Billy Horschel, Morikawa, Kevin Kisner, Jordan Spieth, and Max Homa. And uh, the international is made up of K.H. Lee, Siwoo Kim, Taylor Pendrith from Canada, Cam Davis, Christian Beesenhut, Sebastian Munoz from Colombia, Hideki Matsuyama, Tom Kim, who just came on the scene late there at the GGO. Mito Pereira, Adam Scott, who's an, uh, an annual appearance in all these events. Corey Connors and Sung Ye Im. So those are your teams for this event. So let's, let's just kind of go into how this course is going to play. There's a couple things I think you'll find are interesting. If you've ever watched the Wells Fargo on TV, you know that uh, uh, Jim Nance and Nick Faldo would always talk about the green mile and, and the 18th hole um, 
and 16, 17, 18, how tough they play. Well, apparently when they play team events, a lot of these events end before you ever get to 16 or 17 in match play. So a majority of events might end a little earlier. So they wanted to make sure that these holes were included in the match play portion of the, of the event, which of course the whole thing is match play, so to speak, the 24 men. So how they've changed the routing, routing, however you want to say it, is number one is number one, as you've seen it on TV, and it'll go through the first eight holes. Then what they do is they build a special ramp. You'll maybe get to see it on television, but they take the fellows from behind some trees from number eight green over to what is normally uh, number 12 T, and that will become number nine. And then number 10 will be what is normally number 13 and so on. So when you come to the Green Mile, uh, which is 16, uh, a downhill, uh, tough par four, 17, a par three over water, and 18, which is behind me there, was a very difficult hole. That will be the 15th hole. So they will be 14, uh, 13, 14, 15, excuse me. And then the change in the routing is that they come off of what now is 18 green. I know this is confusing. And they go to the 10th tee, which is right there by the clubhouse, and that will be 16. They'll play down what is number 11, and then they will turn around and come down number nine, which will be number 18. So 10, 11, and nine will be the last three holes on television. So the routing will change and it'll be a different, different event in that regard. So when you hear the green mile, you may say, wait a second, what did they do? The numbers change? Well, that's why. So don't be confused by that. But let's go through, a, a, well, let me make one first comment, you know, with the live development and how that's changed and a few people missing. Obviously, great contributors in the past, both the team room and the team, especially last year in the Ryder Cup with uh, Dustin Johnson and, of course, Phil. Well, of course, neither one of them is available now with all the political uh, mumbo jumbo going on. So. Uh, those are a couple of fellows that, that aren't on the team. And uh, uh, similar goes for a few of the fellows from uh, the European side or the international side, excuse me, not European side, that's Ryder Cup. So going through the holes, so I'll, I'll quickly run through the whole 18 holes to give you a, an idea of how it plays. So the first hole is a a tight dog leg right that kind of uh, the whole fairway slopes left to right. For the members, it plays as a par five, but for the for the uh, professionals, they play it as a par four. I'm guessing it's about 500 yards, and they have to take it out kind of over the trees on the right. But if they do that, they can get it up on the hill and probably have for these fellows a wedge or nine iron. But what makes this hole difficult is it's a very narrow green, not very receptive to the ball. And the traps that are on both sides of the green are very deep. And when you're in those traps, it's very hard to hold the ball on the green, going from left to right, right to left. So depending on the pin placements, and you know the greens will be 12 to 14 on the stem, uh, it's gonna be a tough opening hole. So keep that in mind when you watch these events on TV. The second hole is a hole where the tee for the professionals has been kind of put back in a corner and it's a tight dog leg left. 
but the fairway tilts from left to right where they drive the ball. So you may in fact see quite a few of these fellows hit three wood off their tee because the fairways will be, you know, they'll play like a tarmac. They'll be fast and fast and roll out. And the rough down here is three inch Bermuda. And so the ball sits down and it's awful. You, you need a backhoe to get out of them sometimes or even find your ball when you're an amateur like me. So when you hit it down there, then your approach is usually about 170 yards to an elevated green. Uh, you absolutely don't want to air right. That's no man's land. So you don't want to short side you, so to speak. But the left side, while you have plenty of green to work with, the green runs away from you from left to right. And with the Bermuda, you can hit the ball there and have it run off the other side down into uh, what we'd like to call Fazio collection areas. The next hole, the third hole, is, is to me a great golf hole. It's a straightaway par four long hole. Uh, requires a straight drive. Uh, it's lined by trees on the left and right. There's some sand traps, bunkers that they can clear, but a big, big oak down far on the left, about 340, 350. And then a two-tier green where, depending on a, if they put the pin back left, back right, it's very hard, very small target to get to. And if you're on the lower tier putting, it'll be a really tough two Next hole is a par, par three, number four, play about 180 for these fellas. And once again, the green has, doesn't have a lot of depth to it. And depending on if they put the pin on the left or if the wind blows, if you can't hit the ball very extremely high, it's a hard, hard, hard target to hold. Although I suspect with these guys, the way they hit it and they can spin it, uh, they'll, it, it it'll be a birdie hole when the, depending on where the pin is played. The fifth hole is, is, once again, used to be par five, was redesigned a number of years ago, and it is a really good par four. It's dogleg right, uphill, well trapped on the right and left. These fellows, of course, can hit it down there where they'll have wedges or nine irons, even from as long as I, it plays. But the green uh, slopes right to left. It's well trapped on the front right. And if they put the pin on the back right over the trap, it's a bear to try to get close to or uh, uh, make a birdie. So I would say, unless the pin's front left, look for, look for some bogeys on the, on the tough fifth. The sixth hole is a, a par three that's downhill, big green, uh, fairly receptive to birdies, but it depends on how far they want to play it. They can put the tee back to 245, in which case, as we all know, it becomes hybrids, and even for these fellows, three, four irons. So while it could be a birdie hole, depending on where they pin, it may, or where they put the pin, it may be very difficult. The seventh hole is, is probably uh, two of my favorites, but the seventh hole is a par five. And from where they put the professional tee here, it, it pretty much is a little slight dog leg left, but it's pretty straight away. Uh, there are a couple of fairway bunkers down the left, a creek that runs all the way down the right side, uh, so it kind of frames the hole, and it's a definitely a reachable par five that you'll enjoy watching on television. If you remember a number of years ago, uh, Rory studies his comeback making an eagle here. And the way it works is the green has a, a ridge uh, in the middle, and the right side is much lower. So when they stick the pin over there, the guys can take the water out of play, kind of hit it over the left corner of a trap that you'll see in front of the green, and the ball will go left to right down to the pin. So you're gonna see some, 
when they put the pin on the right side of number seven, you will see some eagles. And that's a fun hole to watch on television or in person. The eighth hole is one of those uh, great holes that kind of Tom Weisskopf and, and his designers made famous. It's a, it's a short par four. I don't know whether they'll play it drivable or not for these fellows. If, if they do, it, it's totally where they put the pin. It's probably, no matter where they put the tee, uh, uh, it probably plays 330, 340 max. Uh, but the pin can be difficult to access if it's on the right side. If it's on the left side, you know, watch out. These guys can put it on the left side of the green. And, and so that's a birdie hole for sure. The ninth hole is, is a very good par for dog leg. Uh, oh, excuse me. <laughs> that's will be number 18. I just took the routing and I didn't even listen to my, myself talk. So then they walk over to what is 11, which will play as number nine. So I'll, I'll take it correctly from here. So number, number nine is a, a beautiful par four downhill framed by oak trees and, and maple trees down the sides. Um, and it, it's really a good driving hole. Although as fast as the fairways play downhill, a lot of them can hit a three wood. There's a big tree on the left. If you see them there, they're probably 150 yards in. It's a two tiered, huge green. A lot of pin options. They put the pin back right, watch out. That's hard to get to for birdies. If they put it front right, they'll, they'll eat it up. So everything on the green rolls left to right. So if the pin's on the right, the, the fellow should be aiming left of that target, even on the top tier. It's a two-tier green. The next hole, which will be number 11, is a, a par three, about 190. Uh, and it's pretty well, what you see is what you get. There's a, a trap in the front and on the right. Uh, the green kind of runs uphill, slants a little uh, left to right. There is a collection area between uh, uh, on just short of the trap on the right. Uh, but this, this for these fellows may in fact be a birdie hole depending on the pin rolls. The next hole is the one that you've seen on TV. It's a beautiful, beautiful uh, par four that comes down along the lake. It's short, uh, about mm, three, from where they play it, it might be 360. And they can move the tees around if they want to make it uh, drivable again. Uh, and these fellows otherwise would be laying up. So if you see them going for the for this green, which will be twelve on television, um, they will if they stick the pin front left and cut the hill going down the lake. Watch out when you watch it. Watch them play this hole. If you take a line right down the middle of the hole from front to back, you never aim left of that line. I don't care where they put the pin. You have to aim between the trap and the mid portion of the green or you'll roll off and end up down the hill within the lake, especially if they cut the hill. And if they don't cut the hill and it's three inch Bermuda, good luck with that because you got to play a sand shot and you'd be lucky to get up and down the par. The next hole, uh, which normally is the uh, 15th hole is a long par, par uh, five that comes down around, around the lake. And this is another eagle hole. These guys can take it down. There's a big oak tree on the left, traps on the right, but they can take it down almost to the corner. You'll see a bridge and they'll be going up on this green in two most of the time. And uh, if the pin is back left, they can clear the trap and really get a good eagle putt. And if it's front right, don't listen to the TV announcers because if they, it's front right, you can aim short and right of the bunker and you get a ground hook, uh, which all you amateurs know about. 
and the ball can get really close. So you'll see some eagles on that on that hole. Then we we enter 13, 14, and 15, which is normally the green mile, which you would call 16, 17, 18. So 13 is a, a downhill, tough par fours. Trap on the right, a big tree there. The fairway runs right to left. At the very end is a tall tree where uh, uh, Rory's Eagle used to hang out. I don't know if he's still living there anymore, but that's where, and that's kind of their target. But if they hit it too far and it runs out, they can run down the hill and into the water. So even from their tee, they just want to hit it to the corner, uh, a little bit past the trap. Tough green, big. Trapped on the right, surrounded by the lake behind and to the left. And uh, it's a tough green. If the pin's back left, it'll be tough to get close to the pin. If they put the pin front right, you may see some birdies there. But normally, it's a good par hole there. The next hole, which will be uh, 15, which normally plays as number 17, is the par three that a lot of you have seen over water. And uh, when they put the tee back there and play this, if the wind blows and they stick the pin on the left side, good luck, fellas. Uh, I think you, you'll take a three, depending on where you are in your match, and get the heck out of Dodge there, especially if there's a 10 to 12 not win. You come to 16, which is the classic 18th hole, and it's got a creek that meanders down about the left third of the fairway, tightly uh, uh, Fairway bunkers on the right, the trees, it requires a really good drive. And then the pin, uh, if the pin is front left, like you see where Rory is there, he hit a three wood to there, which was like, golly, that's, I don't know, 350, something crazy. And he's hitting a 60 degree. This hole plays 500 yards. It's just amazing. But anyways, if the pin is front left, which it was when he played it there, it's a birdie hole. If the pin is back left or on the right side, uh, it's still approachable, but not as much. Then you turn around and go to the, uh, what is normally the 10th hole, which will be 16th. And once again, this is a par five straight away, traps on the left that even from the back tee, these guys can fly. And, and that carry to the left trap, when you'll see on television, I think it's about 302 to carry it. And then it's got a ramp to keep your ball out even farther. So the pros can uh, then go for the green. When you're watching on television, be aware, there's a fairway bunker just short of the green on the left. And the way when you play it, you feel like, well, I got to aim over here and what to the right a little bit. Well, it's designed so that you take on that bunker and carry it and it'll kick your ball uh, onto the green for give you an eagle putt. But if you hit it right at the green, your ball may kick and go down into one of those collection areas, the so-called Fazio's. But eagle birdie hole for sure, 100%. Next hole, which will be their 17th hole, which is normally the 11th, is a beautiful hole. It's a dog leg left, uh, well trapped on the left uh, side, framed by trees on the right, but a very generous landing area for these fellows when they hit their drivers the way they do. Probably coming in here with anything from a wedge to an eight iron, nine iron. Big green, uh, difficult to putt. And if they put the, they can, they can actually add 20 yards by sticking the pin back left. So just watch this one for a few three putts, especially if it comes down nitty gritty and it's their 17th hole in a, in a tight match on Sunday. And then the last hole, the 18th hole is normally the ninth hole. And it's a, it's a great golf hole. It's a par four dog leg left. It's got some framing fairway bunkers down on the right, but they run down the hill. These guys will take on the corner 
Uh, it's funny, from the T, it looks like you need to cut the corner, but if you aim out to the right, the fairway cantilevers, whatever you call it, goes right to left, and you can hit the ball much farther right than you think and have it kick way down there another 40, 50 yards and into the middle of the fairway. This is a relatively flat green. Uh, back right pin is the toughest because where they'll stick the pin after the point of the pin, the green runs away from you and you're suddenly in a perfect shot and yet you're in the rough. So you want to be short of the pin. Anywhere short of the pins on that hole is a, is a good, good shot. And it can be a birdie hole, but a good par there. So that's kind of the run of the course. Uh, I think it'll be, the, the course is, uh, in meticulous shape, the greenskeeper, the uh, uh, director of golf, Scott Davenport, they, they just do a, a, a beautiful job. Uh, I think you'll find that the club is uh, in great shape. Uh, you'll enjoy watching it on TV. Uh, the amazing portion of this is that the build out is good golly. Uh, we had the PGA that down here when uh, JT won his first PGA. You remember his father and his grandfather was still alive and both PGA pros, so it was pretty cool. He's won it again now, but anyways, when they had the PGA here, I don't know what the square footage of build out for the tournament was, but what they built out for the President's Cup makes it look like they built another city. It will, I don't know if it'll show up on TV, but it's been amazing to watch being built it's taken six months uh it's a construction that you just can't believe uh, and it it will be i think tv hopefully will do it justice i'm sure it will well normally i have a quote for you today um and, and the the best quote i can have is uh is I listened to an app called Imagine Golf. And if you don't listen to it, get it. You got to pay for it, but you get a little, a little quote every day, about three minutes, uh, that tells you how to kind of beat your golf mental game and life stories. And, and today they, they had uh, uh, talking about the young man who's had three heart transplants, uh, who's played the tour, and we all know him. And, uh, his, his deal was he would, he would get up and his quote was, enjoy the day. You know, it's, it's a miracle. So enjoy your day. Think of him. Three transplants and he's still out there giving it all form. Enjoy the President's Cup. Enjoyed giving you the play-by-play. -play. I hope you listen to this and enjoy it. I had fun giving you the lay of the course. We'll see you next time. Still missing uh, uh, Liberty Bill. He's still on sabbatical, but uh, Doc Z here giving the most on the President's Cup 2022. Good luck to President uh, or to uh, Captain Trevor Elmelman, and also good luck to uh, Captain Davis. All I want is good golf. See you next time. Love you all. Mean it. Doc Z. Bye. <laughs>